0: Welcome to the Error Bar, doing our best to rehabilitate the Daily Mail. In this episode, bringing you the brain science news before it happens. Or sometimes a long, long time afterwards. And sometimes it's not really news at all, more, more opinion, really. Here is the brain news on the 9th of September, 2022. Man Gets Job the Error can exclusively reveal that a man living in the middle of England is moving from one moderately prestigious higher education institution in the Midlands to another. The Error Bar will bring you continuous round-the-clock coverage of this news story as it develops. But first, a word from our sponsor. To cover the rising costs of running The Error Bar, we are teaming up with an exciting new sponsor that will deliver a step change in statistical utility clothing. Today's episode of The Error is brought to you with The Error For just £9.99 the Erebra provides a supportive undergarment that will give you the confidence to challenge high profile scientists on their statistical errors and poorly designed studies. Want to contradict a professor during a seminar? The Erebra will take the strain and let you live your academic life to the full. Need to tweet about how your former colleagues faked data for their latest science paper? The plant-based Erebra will protect you from the inevitable social media backlash. Available for men and women, the Erebra is available now for just £19.99. Price subject to inflation. Now for more on our headline story, Man Gets Job. Hello Erebar nerds. The Erebar has been closed for refurbishment for quite some time. There have been supply chain issues, delays at ports, cost overruns and most recently some massive increases in the cost of running the cappuccino maker. He demanded a much higher salary. Worst of all, Elon Musk threatened temporarily to buy the Arabar for $44 billion, so that we would no longer run stories about super-rich neuro charlatans taking up valuable tabloid brain science news space. He withdrew his offer after learning that 100% of the Arabar Twitter account was run by a bot. We will see him in court. In the next few minutes, I want to tell you what's been happening behind the Arabar. This monologue may well end up as one of those look-at-my-great-career Twitter threads and if you don't have time to listen further then the story here is that after a busy six months of applications, presentations, an interview and a brief negotiation, I am moving jobs. And that's why the error bar has been closed. The long version is that about a year ago I applied for promotion from the lowest kind of tenured academic in the UK, a lecturer or assistant professor, to the second lowest kind of tenured academic, a senior lecturer or associate professor. I was told a long time ago by people older and wiser than me that in general, you should wait to apply for promotion until you are confident that you will be promoted. Because if they say no, you'll want to leave. So I waited. Several years went by. uh, And 18 months ago, in the middle of the pandemic, I felt that everything was in place and my time had come. Some great papers had come out, some great students had been doctored some solid teaching on difficult historical and conceptual issues, an unpopular and award-losing podcast, some excellent outreach work in the form of the annual Summer Scientist event in Nottingham, some editorial jobs at great journals, and even a flashy opinion piece in the glamour mag nature. So I applied for promotion and arrogantly had no real expectation of them saying no. After 12 years, 75 papers, a fair bit of research funding, and what I thought was a strong international reputation, I really thought they would do the sensible thing and promote me above my entry-level academic post. Uh, But of course they said no, and so I wanted to leave. Over the next month I searched for reasons, second opinions, feedback from the faculty, all led nowhere. As far as I can tell there was no particular reason for me not to be promoted, unless you look perhaps at some secret faculty spreadsheet on current research income, which is about zero. So that was the push that led to the temporary closure of Yerebar this summer. The pools are much more fun. In January I'll be moving to Birmingham, a young multicultural city 50 miles southwest of Nottingham. Famous for Cadbury's chocolate and the first English dictionary, Birmingham has a big university and recently hosted an international sporting event that you'll only know about if your territory was once part of the British Empire, the Commonwealth Games. Uh, I should say this episode was written before the death of Her Majesty the Queen. There are many potential colleagues for me to work with in Birmingham in movement, brain stimulation, development and neuroscience. The research group I'm moving to is much closer aligned with my skills and interests. The Brain Scanning Centre is expanding and developing and reaching out across the disciplines, not only to psychology and neuroscience, but also to medicine and even to sports sciences. And that, dear listener, is where my career in psychology ends. For from January 2023, I will be a sports scientist, uh, more specifically a motor control and rehabilitation scientist, surrounded by people who care about movement, about muscles, about the body and its functions. And hopefully I will never again have to read an undergraduate essay on Piaget's stage theory of cognitive development. Fingers crossed. And what for the era bar? The last six months has been chaotic, I've been living in two places and struggling to get the lab back into action after two years of Covid shutdown. My lab file server disk and my smartphone both died in the same week in June and getting all this stuff back online has eaten up a lot of time. So I turned off the beer taps, cancelled my gold subscription to the Daily Mail, and boarded up the error bar while I worked on some papers and, at long, long last, finished editing a 200,000 word book on somatosensory research methods. Details of the book will come out on the Research in Touch Twitter account in the next few weeks. I hope that my new job in Birmingham will give me a more stable life living in a single place, allowing me more time sitting on trains to think and read, uh, so that I can return to devoting a regular half a day a week to the podcast. It remains a hope, and I will undoubtedly fail. The next season of the podcast will likely focus a little more on topics closer to my research interests, will be a little less driven by what the newspapers are saying, especially the Daily Mail there may be more, not less, statistics. It will come out on Friday evenings in good time for your weekend bath. And just like James Bond, The Error Bar will return. Although that, that analogy fails if you've seen the latest movie. I mean, it's a truly shocking ending. Uh, spoiler alert. It's closing time at The Error Bar, but do drop in next time for more brain news, fact-checking and neuro-opinions. Take care. The Error Bar was devised and produced by Dr Nick Holmes, currently from the University of Nottingham. The music by D. and Key is available from the Free Music Archive. Find us at theerrorbar.com, on Twitter at Bar Error, or email talk at theerrorbar.com.